Hello, hello. My name is April Malone with Yes, I Work From Home, and this is the podcast. Today, I have a power couple, a married couple. Uh, Christy and Kevin are here. Um, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and kind of just tell your story. Go ahead and start at the beginning. How did you start your company? You have an SEO marketing company. Um, where did you get started with working from home? Um, who started first working from home? Or was it always a decision? Go ahead. I'm going to let you kind of feed off of each other since there's three people. Um, I don't want to take over, but go ahead. Just tell your story from the beginning and how you got to know. So Kevin and I, um, we started as a different brand. Um, we didn't do well with partners. So we actually broke off um, January of this past year, but we did do a mixture with our previous brand of working from home and in the office. Um, we found that working in an office didn't actually add a lot of value to our team. Um, our employees prefer to work from home. We prefer to work from home. I love dogs. I have four dogs and I hate leaving them. So um, we also do digital marketing. We do not have to be in an office. So we just kind of decided we're going to work from home. We're going to let all of our employees work from home. And one of the big perks of working for us is not only do you get to work from home, we still provide all of your equipment. If you need internet, whatever it is, we'll give you the tools to do so just like you would in an office. Um, but you also get to work your own schedule. You know, again, we're in digital marketing, unless you're client facing. I don't care if you work at 2 a.m. And I don't care if you work at, you know, 3 p.m. That's totally your call. Get your work done. It gives them the flexibility and freedom, which enables us to keep a really strong talent pool in today's very, very, very competitive market. Um, I think we started working from home at the same time, didn't we, Kevin? I think it's been, yeah. we've been in business together. This brand cadence has been both of us from the very beginning. Um, we definitely, anything I don't head up, he heads up. We definitely work very much together um, on this brand and have had a lot of fun building it. Um, he does no, work downstairs. You, I was going to say, you guys are not sitting in, in the same office right now. This is no. your normal, uh, he's upstairs, yes. he's downstairs, you're upstairs. Yeah, because if we're both on calls, I cannot handle it if someone else is talking. Like I can't, I can't listen to what you're saying and to what he's saying. And it's distracting. I can't do it. Um, also, I love him to death, but we literally work together, raise children together and live together. Mm -hmm. I do not want to see him while I'm working. I don't want his comments on my calls. We communicate on Slack, just like our team does. That keeps uh -huh. us married and um, happy. <laughs> Kevin. Think, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, it keeps us. It keeps us married and happy and sane and <laughs> all the other stuff. No, it, it's true though. I mean, when it comes to, especially when both of us are client facing, having a conversation with my client, I also am like mildly ADD too. So if I hear her talking about something, I almost all of a sudden don't hear what my client's saying while I'm on the phone. Oh yeah. And, and so I'm like, well, I need to back up. I stopped listening to you for a minute. So um, I just love to hear never, that. Oh no, we're not listening to you. Yeah, no. So it's never a good, uh, good experience <laughs> for that. So working in two separate spaces, you know, and even now as you know, kids are running up and down the stairs and dogs are barking and I get to deal with a lot more of the dogs barking and stuff, but um, it, it does work out. And, you know, honestly, I feel like we've gotten so much more productive when it comes to work minus the, you know, without having to do the 30 minute, 40 minute, you know, drive to work, taking kids elsewhere, whatever it is, it did, it does help that we have a 16 year old now that takes kids to school. So we're literally don't leave the house, uh, throughout most of the day. Um, wow. you know, so it's become 
a bit of a, the nice thing was we did used to work in the same office as each other, but um, I couldn't separate because it was at one point was in our bedroom at, and That's I was not I able, this is our room. <laughs> I was not able to separate work and the bed. So like I would roll over and start working, you know, and I, you know, without getting coffee or anything. So it would be, it was a good thing to move my workstation downstairs because there was an effort to have to go to it. So, so you were actually saying that you worked a lot in even in bed where if I get on my bed, even with my computer within about five minutes, I, I do the thing where I like lay my laptop on its side so I can like lay down and then I'm just zonked. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would have, no, I don't know if I would do that personally, but yeah, I, I was not, uh, the laptop would end up in my lap or I'd be on my phone or tablet or and whatever. I would be mad because all he was ever doing was working. <laughs> That's good for us. He needs to be downstairs. I do not have that yeah. problem. I work exactly at 7 a.m. and I end work at 3 p.m. And that is it. I do not work after that. I am very good at my lines. Kevin's working on it. That's just a personality thing, but I can't. Um, if you don't also, have work-life balance, you will not love your life. And I tell Kevin, I tell all my employees, um, all our employees, if you don't have a life outside of work, eventually you will hate your job and then you won't work for me anymore and I won't have any employees. So <laughs> get off Slack. I tell that Kevin and I are always on our Get off Slack. If it's, you know, 10 p.m., why are you asking me questions? Go spend time with your family, go spend time with your dog, whatever it is can wait. I promise nobody will die. Like have some balance or you will hate your life and you will not work well for me. So, yeah. So that's a double-edged sword there. Mm -hmm. That's a double-edged sword there with um, the questions that happening at 10 or 10 PM is like, Hey, you just woke me up because you sent me a (laughs) question at 10 PM and B what are you doing up at 10 PM? But because of the flexibility of working from home, you know, we have a, a, a couple people, um, especially the non-client facing people who prefer to sleep till eight or nine or 10 in the morning and work until 10 o'clock at night. So that's the nice part about having that available to offer to people because we don't really care as long as you meet your deadlines and your stuff's done. So, all right. So it's just more about communication because Christy was just saying, she's like, I don't care if you're working at two o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning, if that's when you're going to get it done, you know, go for it. But you don't necessarily want to be disturbed. So don't um, put your question in Slack. Yeah. yeah the Slack. Um, I mean, I guess you could also, you know, on your end, mute your phone or turn off sure. the notifications. We so, could. Yeah. Um, and we do. And we do. I, I do at least. I do. Because I, I, I have turn clients the in there. <laughs> I, I turn off the notifications and, and don't get much disturbed by it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see, uh, see the questions that come across at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what are you, what are you working on at that time? But it's you know, just part know, of it. Do you use uh, email very much? Cause I know some of the uh, email providers will allow you to do like a delay send and like schedule it to send at 8am or a normal person's time. We do. We have emails. Um, our most of our communication for internal is on Slack, though, because I mean, I got over 150 emails today and I tell everybody, if you email me, I will get back to you eventually, but it won't be near as fast as if I, all my clients have my cell phone number. They can text me if it's urgent or 
if it's internal, put it in Slack because otherwise I'm not going to see it for probably at least six to 12 hours, sometimes longer because of the volume of emails that I get. Um, I just don't see them right away. So that's why we don't necessarily do that. But yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot. I'd say overall, we work pretty well with the different communications. There's always going to be bumps in the road, but I feel like they would be there if you're working in an office too. It doesn't matter. I mean, nothing is ever perfect. There's always going to be some, some things that don't work out exactly. Um, so what I'm overall, sensing, I'm sensing that you have two very different personalities. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah, my husband and I too. I'm the talker in the family and he uh, would probably be perfectly happy to, you know, only talk to our family um, <laughs> and, you know, different work habits and, you know, workflow. So um, as far as running this company, so you keep mentioning employees. How many employees are we talking? We have eight employees. Awesome. And they and- are in Arizona, California, Um Rome, Georgia. Is that right, Kevin? They're all over uh, Utah. We have employees all over the United States. Okay. So we also have the time zone differences too. And then are your clients all local or are Mm -hmm. you reaching like worldwide here? Um, Our clients are worldwide. Most of them are in the continental US, but we have a handful of outliers. And as far as your own roles, how have you divvied up the labor? I know that you're now managing the team. How much of Mm -hmm. that, how much of your you said that you're having a client meeting right after this. So um, how much are you f- camera facing, uh, client facing versus just running your team? So actually right now, Kevin and I are primarily the face of the company when it comes to client facing. Um, we have teams that handle a lot of, we do search engine optimization. So we have a team that writes copy. We have a team that builds backlinks. We have a team that does um, technical optimization, Um as far as sales go, we do have one salesperson, but Kevin and I do run the sales calls also. And account management right now is completely split between Kevin and myself. Um, so we are very much client facing. Um, we would like that to change eventually, but the nature of our work, um, I'll just be blunt. I don't really like other people talking to my clients. I haven't found somebody that actually cares about them like I do. And I know eventually we'll have to fill that role. But we do, we're in a very unique space where we are not only running their search, but we're also marketing consultants and we really care. And I, it's really hard to find somebody that you can pay to care about your clients like you're going to. Um, We've tried before and I just don't like it. Like I'm not going to nickel and dime my clients and have them, oh, well, you talked to me for 15 minutes longer than you were supposed to. So I'm going to bill you $50. Like we're not lawyers. Um, I really hate that. Like if a client has extra questions or goes outside of scope, like I would rather spend that extra $500 to go outside of scope than take my client off and make them feel like just, um, so that's why we primarily run our client calls right now. Do I see that changing eventually? Yes. We actually have someone who's shadowing us right now, but I think it'll be another like four or five months before we trust them to get on the call with our clients, but we'll see how it goes. Kevin might push her there sooner. Yeah. I actually interviewed a woman uh, a few months ago, I guess now who uh, 
was a social worker in a past life and she writes resumes and she's like, you know, social workers really, really, really care about their clients. And it's hard to find. Um, yeah. And different, that caring aspect, I guess, is some, it's not something that you just teach or that comes naturally to everybody. Yeah. And when it's your business, like this is our baby. We, we care about every, each and every client and employee. And I'm not saying that like employees don't care, but a lot of them maybe don't. We try to hire for people that care, um, but you never know. We might get it wrong. Right. Well, and like just the technical aspect might not always care, uh, bring in the most people. I don't know how you say it. People, people. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. I always tease. I'm like, oh, no, I hire people who are smarter than me. I do. That's my whole goal with our SEO team is I try to hire people smarter than me. Absolutely. But I'll even tease with my clients. I'm like, they're not on the phone because their personality sometimes is a little questionable. Sorry, guys, if you're listening to me today. Um, I love you. I promise. But um, yeah, no, absolutely. And it's a mix between having can you smile and talk to someone and do a video call and also analyze Google's algorithm. Because a lot mm. of times you can't do both. I can't do both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really so. can't. Yeah, it I can do be my best. I do my best. I do my best. I, I was just told the other day that I'm actually now like officially a nerd, which kind of upset me a little bit. <laughs> um, because realistically speaking, I mean, I have now I have five years of experience in SEO, right? But before this, I was you know a jock and you know, uh, you know, into sports and doing all the things. And here we are stereotyping certain things, but um, it's part of life, you know, and uh, I was in sales for most of my life doing face-to-face, you know, so it's really funny because Christy's a lot more chatty today than she has been. She normally is, which is kind of funny because I think you might be thinking that our personalities are twisted when uh, I'm actually the chatterbox and the uh, real social uh, butterfly type person. So um, I was informed that I'm now a nerd because of the work that I do. And, you know, I'm so he analyzes Google's algorithm. Doesn't that make him a nerd? <sighs> I mean, is there is there another word for that? No, well-rounded, very well-rounded. <laughs> no, no, we're going to put him in nerd. Box. <laughs> That's okay, I've always though, been a nerd. Because... I majored in math in college. Like you don't go for a math degree if you're not a nerd so it's fine and my glasses like come on he just talked about being a jock now um that's another part of your identity is that you're both very athletic uh do you want to talk a little bit about that and how it's kind of um I don't know blended in with your business in some way yeah I mean I train every morning well almost every morning today was my rest day um I get up probably at 3 30 in the morning and I bike run or swim Um, I have a whole community of people that I meet. Like Kevin mentioned, we often don't leave the house. That is my social life. It is my mental health. Um, Those ladies are my therapists, I swear. Um, And it keeps me sane. I'm supposed to do Ironman Arizona in November. I was supposed to do it last year, but COVID canceled it. Um, Kevin is an ultra runner. He can talk a little bit about that. And I really do think that it is, it forms every aspect of our lives because I'm either working, playing with my kids, or I'm training. And I think it's the same with Kevin. What about you, Kevin? I'll give you a chance to talk. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, going into this, I mean, first off, as far as the brand goes, there's there's two different aspects of it. You know, there's cadence. Cadence is a lot about, you know, marketing cadence, you know, uh, how much you post content, uh, you know, different aspects of marketing, you know, sending out 
sending out emails, email cadence, etc. So it was kind of a it was kind of a natural name in that sense. Um, but really, the cadence meant for us is you know we talk about her cycling cadence all the time, but you see her bike in the background, you know how quickly her legs spin, you know the best to, the best use of your exertion and the best use you know how to not wear yourself a higher cadence. You go farther longer. Hey, you're not a nerd at all, Kevin. All that sort of stuff. Exactly. So <laughs> um, before I met Christy, I wasn't much of an athlete. And then I started, I started, maybe I am more of a nerd than I thought. But when I started running, I got into like running like short distances, 5K, half marathon, whatever. Uh, not short distance to most people. But I started like analyzing my running and like my ground contact time and cadence and all those sorts of things. And so when it came down to uh, selecting a name for a company, I'm like, what about Cadence? Like, well, also a little shout out to Cadence Running Company, who's our favorite shoe company. That's true. Um, we do love our shoe company, Cadence and Gilbert. Yeah. So we've kind of jacked their name too, but uh, we're in SEO there in shoes. There's no uh, issues there. And we, you know, different. And we spend a lot of money on shoes. Different there logos. And we spend a ton of money on shoes. So go there, uh, see Dan over at Cadence uh, Running Company. He's a, he's great. But um, so, yeah, it was kind of a natural when we came into naming the uh, naming the company that kind of came up and in, in my eyes and in my thought process and was like, hey, Cadence makes sense for both. Um, but that's kind of how that evolved into it. So, but yes, I'm an ultra runner. I run ridiculously long distances, um, that, you know, most people would find unfathomable. Uh, last year I ran 200 mile, two 100 mile races, uh, oh in, tw- in 2020. Yeah. So, um, haven't done much this year because I ran two 100 mile races last year and hurt, hurt myself, but. Oh, he's recovering and he's getting recovering, back into it. Yeah. He's doing rock and roll in January again. So yeah, back to the marathon world for a little bit. I promised Christy that I would keep it shorter than 50 miles. So and now uh, we have it recorded. Bit. So that makes it like a blood oath, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, come from a music background. So when I think of cadence, okay. I think of music. So yeah. I like it. I just um, I had to ask like, what what does it mean? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the explanation. Um, and then do you find that that um, the stamina that you need um, has bled over into your company as well? Well, as of late, yeah, as we've gotten busier, um, I've found myself working, you know, running 100K during the day for uh, working, basically. So I've had a couple weeks, a couple of days, and Christy doesn't like it when I do this, and I do have to stop doing it some, but uh, working from like, 5 a.m. to about 6, 7 p.m. That's really not um, good for your relationship, if you were wondering. No, it's not. And <laughs> I don't do that very often. But, um, you know, just putting in extra hours. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's very different hours. I'm sitting in front of a computer instead of running, you know, ridiculous number of miles. But, yeah, I could see it working. And you also have a family, right? Like, I, I feel like you have several children. Is that? We have six together. So five are mine. One is him. His combined, we have six. Um, so, yeah, we have a, and we have four dogs, a Great Dane, a mix of some sort of husky uh, lab and a little chihuahua. So, yes, we have a very busy house and we have two cats. 
So I forgot to actually mention how we met. Uh, we were introduced yesterday by uh, my 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 last interview with Willow Aldridge, who happens to be your next door neighbor, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. And she loves so, dogs. Lots of dogs and cats, and you have like a built-in uh, backup babysitter if you ever need. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, she just uh, she just got the uh, she's gonna foster two husky puppies that she doesn't know. Her and I have plotted to see if maybe Kevin and I want to keep one. <laughs> I'm waiting mm. to see it's been. <laughs> she yeah, just we'll saying, just saying. We'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> after we recorded, she sent me a message and she was like, "Oops, I'm going to be fostering two more dogs." And I'm like, "You go, yeah. girl. That's not my no, life." That, that's that's really cool and all, um, but she also doesn't have six kids at home and run a company out of her house per se. So, I mean, she does love... run a company. Just well, a she does run a company. Just a different guy. Yeah. But it's a different, uh, different environment that adding a certain level of chaos to makes it very challenging. He doesn't so. want another dog. Could you pick up on that? You I don't that. want another. I'll dog. let you guys hash dog. that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Uh, yeah. So we have we have a lot of kids today. I was on a call with a client and I heard a big crash and then a scream. So I was like, oh, hold on one second, because my kids are on fall break and got to carry my child and she just sat on my lap. Most of my clients are really. They understand most people. The, the thing about with COVID, one of the big benefits has been that everybody is working from home. And so even though we worked from home pre-COVID, we find that the grace level has increased exponentially, that nobody cares if they hear a dog bark. They don't think it's unprofessional. If my kid cries, they recognize that I have a life and it's okay for me to pause their meeting and go get my kid because we don't know what happened to her. She was fine, by the way. She wasn't actually hurt. She was just crying. Um, I feel like the grace level has gone up a ton, though. So that has been one major silver lining with this whole pandemic because I don't get the judgments anymore. Now it's almost like a point of talking and people relate to me on that human level instead of, oh, I can't believe that she has her kids in the background with her. How unprofessional. It's giving me shivers because I like knowing that you are feeling that grace and that like, um, I, I hope that it stays that way. Um, I know that there's things that we can do to try to like, you know, mitigate, you know, some of the different, you know, I don't know, problems that might arise as far as like interruptions and things. But, um, you know, when the CEO and the managers and the middle management and all the different people had to also sit at home, mm -hmm. I think that they're like, oh, yeah, we've also experienced this now. Um, I hope that it stays though, because so many people are going back to the office and I, I, I worry that they'll kind of like go back into the old way. I hope that it not just stays through there, but even if you go back to the office, I feel like COVID forced people to realize that you're people and that, you know, I am not just a business owner. I am not just someone managing your SEO. I am a mom first mm -hmm. and I don't care mm -hmm. how much money you pay me. If my kid is crying over there, I'm going to drop you. I'm going to go get my kid as I should. Right. And that's the mentality right. that I'm hoping stays is that mm -hmm. if I have to pick up my kids from school or my kid is sick or something that you can have grace for me as a mom to recognize that you're not the most important thing in the world right now. And you shouldn't be. And I don't expect you to do that. And I don't expect my employees to do that. I tell them all the time, like if your kid needs something, you're on fall break, like, please put your family first. If you put your family first, and your job second or third, whatever, you will work better. I work better. Like, and you have to have that balance. I know I've said that a few times, but I truly believe it. If you don't have that balance, everything in your life will fall apart, including your job. And it won't have been worth it. So, well, you sound like a great boss to work for someone <laughs> who gets it. Um, not I everyone. Hope so. 
Not you can interview one of my employees next. Luxury. Okay. Yes. It's just, it's just, your neighbor, your there employee, you your dad. There Actually, you um, Willow told me that her parents also both work from home and um, I might have to interview her dad as well. So there you go. yeah. Um, you told me off um, before we started recording that your employees aren't independent contractors. They're WT employees. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you went to that route that how you made that decision to go that route? Well, we need the best talent. We're not going to get the best talent with contractors. Um, we pay full health insurance. We provide gym memberships. You get full benefits. Um, we get, there is, we try to make it that there is absolutely nothing that somebody with an office offers that we cannot offer other than a building. Nice. So uh, that is our goal, but we're in a very competitive niche and we need the best or we won't have the best clients. We need somebody who is top of their field. Um, and in order to do that, you have to pay like that and you have to have the benefits like that. And with COVID and even before COVID, I would say people care, not that they don't care about their salary. I will never pretend like they don't, they do, but yeah. it's salary and somebody yeah. will take a $5,000 a year pay cut if they have flexibility and they don't work for an asshole. Sorry, I hope you're allowed to cuss on this. Um, and you know, we, we actually, I'm testing, I'll let you know how it goes. We, uh, we tested, we were having an issue where we don't have everybody here and we wanted to pay for the gym membership. Well, that doesn't really work unless you have literally the same gym everywhere and you don't. So we found, I got targeted on Facebook ad actually with this thing called gym pass and we're testing it. We just started it, but it allows you to go to any gym in your location. So we set that up for our employees because we tell them work seven hours a day for us and take an hour and go to the gym because it will I mean, people think it's for employees, but let's be real. If I have mentally sound, physically happy employees, they're going to work better for me too. So we try to give them every opportunity. Um, W-2 means that they're not going to be messed up on taxes. I'm sure you know this from being an independent contractor. I think you are. And if you're not, correct mm -hmm. me. Yeah. It's hard to figure that out. What do I pay yep. in taxes? How do I pay my taxes? What do I owe? Oh my gosh, I actually didn't charge enough because this. And then you almost have to be your own accountant too. Well, now our employees don't have to do that. It's literally just like as if you went to a job. Um, that's why we do that. Um, like I said, we want to keep the best people and you cannot keep the best people if you do not give them the best benefits. So that sounds, sounds great. Um, so another thing that came up uh, when I was getting ready to record with you is I know you're Christy and Kevin, but you have different last names. And do you want to talk a little bit about how that has worked out for you as business owners? Yeah. So my last name is Olson. Kevin is Kevin McLaughlin. One, it's hard to say. And I, you know, Olson is I easy didn't want to say. try it. <laughs> There's that. Sorry, but Kevin. also there is a misconception in business that if you're a husband and wife team, you're small mom and pop and can't handle large projects. So being in marketing, we just decided to head that off. We will share that we're a husband and wife team after you get to know us, but we're trying to avoid the judgments initially. Sorry, that is my great Dane, who decided that he wanted to growl my chihuahua. They're fine now, though. But that's part of why, is that if you are Kevin and Christy McLaughlin, they immediately, is oh, and you're working from home, they immediately assume that you're a two-person team and you can't work with uh, larger brands. So so there's just the stigma that you're trying to overcome by just heading it off. It's not, you're not going to even go there. And then mm -hmm. as you get to know each other a little bit better later, it'll come out. Yeah, it does come out sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, some of our clients may still not know that we're married, but normally they we something happens where one of us has to go get our children and it comes up. 
<laughs> yeah, I think, you know. I think we, I think we just it, feel out the situation. If the, you know, if the, if our contact is pretty cool and they, they, you know, know that it's, it's a life thing and they don't have any problems with it. Most of, most people don't have problems with it. Matter of fact, I think some, most people think it's really cool. Once they get you know, to know us and we get rid of that yeah, initial stigma. <laughs> doing that business as, as I, I am not as much worried about the stigma, I think, than Christy is, which is because I, I want to make sure that we are, we are real in our existence as a company. Like that's one of our biggest selling points. Um, although it has worked out for us, you know, working with some larger companies, it has worked out. Um, but it's, it's more of like by osmosis that it worked out, not that it was like by design, but, you know, one of our biggest, as a company, our biggest things is, is our trans level of transparency and what we offer and how we do things is, is really one of our biggest selling points. So I think it, if it comes up, we're not going to hide it. You know, people have called us out like, is Christy your wife? And I'm like, yeah, she is. Okay, good. <laughs> they can see the chemistry. Does, uh, does that change? Does that change anything? I don't think so because you know what? It, it actually works out for most of our clients because if they can't get a hold of Christy, they get a hold of me and be like, "Hey, Christy's not answering me. Um, if she's busy, I have work-life balance, and yeah. I'm ignoring yeah. you until tomorrow morning at seven a.m." So. <laughs> They'll get a hold of me and I'll get an answer and get it back to them. So it, it does work out having, having the bosses per se in the same house uh, does work out a lot. And it's really interesting as we get to know some of these bigger companies that they're not really as big as we think either. And that, oh. you know, a lot of them are mom and pop, you know, started as a mom and pop and then just grown into uh, something larger, you know, as a, husband and wife team until they just, until they made it. And that's, that's what we're working towards as well. So. Do you have a specific niche that you generally work with um, a, a client, like your ideal client that you are targeting? So we work with primarily mid to large B2B businesses. We have a handful of B2C clients, um, but our primary audience is going to be B2B mid to large national brands. Um, we don't use business. Correct. Sorry. Business to business as opposed to business to consumer. Now we do have a few business to consumer brands and we love working with business to consumer brands, but most of our clients are business to business, honestly, business to business SaaS platforms or some sort of service oriented business. Service so, as a software, software as, a, as service a service primarily. That's software a as a service. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So as Christy was saying that I, I, was looking at our client list today and honestly it's is it 50 50 now it's yeah no it's it's definitely leveled out as far as the bdc and b2b as well as you know SaaS platforms so the way i've kind of grown to love the concept of seo is that it really doesn't matter what industry you're in and how i explain to it you know because we'll talk to somebody like for example i talked to somebody today that sells video game controllers. And then my call before that was somebody that sells tools. And then my call before that was somebody who, um, I don't even, she, she does like 
she does a SaaS platform that does, you know, client success stuff. So we're all over the map. But the cool thing about SEO and the cool thing about marketing in general is that we decided not to niche down into one particular industry, A, because it really would pigeonhole what we can go after as far as a marketing. Like if we wanted to just market to dentists, well, there's only so many dentists in the country. Now there might be thousands and thousands and thousands of them, but there's still so many of them. But at the end of the day with SEO is applicable to anything, anybody that markets something to somebody. Um, and by not becoming this specialist in any given industry, we're able to lean on our clients' expertise in their industry, and we are the expert in SEO. So putting them together creates this beautiful relationship. So, How much of your business is like narrowed down to the SEO part versus marketing as a bigger, broader? Like 99%. Well, copywriting yeah. is SEO, but yes. It's content and it's links. If you want to, no matter what your industry is, which Kevin was alluding to, if you want to rank for keyword X, I don't care what that keyword is, how do you win in Google or Bing or Yahoo is you have better content and better links than your competitors per, according to the search engines. But Google doesn't read. They scan. So remember that. They're not reading. It's not better content as in I described it better. It's what do your headers say? What's your title That's tags? Right. What internal links are you using what is your schema depends on, you know, the type of page, but that's when I say better content and backlinks are, those are a lot harder because those are other people linking to you. Well, you can't just manipulate that as easily as you can your own on page. So there's a whole thing that we do. We scrape competitors, backlinks. Um, we find industry specific sites and do cold outreach. I mean, there's a lot that we use help a reporter out. There's a lot that we do for link building, but primarily we usually start with what's on your site how can okay. we fix it how can google understand your site better and i tell people all the time it's not about did you write a better piece of copy i'm not critiquing your writing i'm not saying you did a crappy job writing that you know i'm not your english teacher i'm looking at it from google's perspective of what does google see what do they see when they scan it it's a bot not a person and that's when we say better content which is why i say we almost exclusively do seo we have a very small portion of clients that we do actually cold outbound email marketing for people love us, I'm sure. And um, <laughs> social media a little bit, but not a lot. Um, we actually would prefer to work with partners on that. And we're very transparent. We just directly introduce you if you need to do uh, display advertising, social media marketing, pay-per-click. Um, we almost exclusively do search engine optimization, which includes copy. Okay. That helps. Um, so you are narrowed down. You are niched down mm -hmm. to SEO. Just Correct. Mm -hmm. the, so just I not mean, an industry kind of, niche for it. I kind of feel the same way with my podcast here. Like people are like, you know, who's your target audience? And I'm like, people who work from home. <laughs> the name. It doesn't, the name I mean, gives some it people away. are like female <laughs> entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's I, I want the variety. I want to find the way that the CEO of some company is dealing with the exact same problem of, you know, balancing work and home life from the same, you know, space mm -hmm. as the, you know, freelancer or employee over here. Cause honestly, I feel like it's just humans, you know, we're just, mm -hmm. we still have to feed the cat or wash the dishes. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about how you do the division of labor in your household? <laughs> Kevin does most of the housework because he's awesome. I try, but he doesn't like the way I do it. And our teenagers do chores. I'm going to put that with heavy caveats of they do chores sometimes that we can do it. And we do have a house cleaner who comes in once a week. Um, 
I don't, I don't know how we manage without somebody helping us to be honest. Cause our house just, <laughs> and even then I feel like it's clean for like a day and then it's a disaster. Um, but yeah, Kevin does most of the, uh, most of the cleaning. I think we split cooking lately a lot. Um, but I'm very lucky. Kevin, I always tease that if I didn't know he was going to take over the laundry, because remember, I was a single mom with five kids. I would have married him like the day I met him. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, I didn't know you were going to do the laundry. The show on well, the in that here. case, I love you. Let's go. Um, he's pretty phenomenal because not only does he do half of, he definitely runs at least half of our business. He also probably takes on 80% of the household chores. I would say parenting, I tend to be there, take them places, etc. Um, but I mean, it's, it's our work and I feel very lucky. I feel like a lot of women particularly don't have partners who support them and who kind of just say, Oh, it's your job. Um, Kevin in no way, shape or form is like that. This is our responsibility. If anything, it, he errs on the side of it's his responsibility. We sometimes I have to be like, Hey, it's actually our responsibility. It's okay that the house is messy. It's not your fault. In fact, pretty sure you didn't even mess up anything about the house. Our children did. Um, just saying. I hit the jackpot. Also, my husband is more inclined to cook and clean than I am. Um, I can cook and clean. I just, um, that's not where my priority is. I'm such a people person that I, you know, gravitate towards, you know, managing more of the social aspect of like having children, like the mental load of remembering when you're, they're having a field trip and yeah. all of those things and being there and driving them to school and back. So, um, maybe it doesn't feel like the, the division of labor is very equal. Um, if you look at it, you know, just as far as like chores, but mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely divide and conquer. It makes a big difference. I see a lot of my friends, even like I hear all the things that they do and they both work full time, whether in or outside the home doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I, I, a lot of women don't have partners like I do. So gold star, Kevin. Um, hey. so I, I mean, it does make a big, especially considering that the children that live full-time with us are not biologically his and they would never know it. He's their dad. Um, so it's to me, that's huge. Obviously I married him. I kind of like him a little bit, depending on the day, some days I don't like him, but then we just take a break and go for a run. (laughs) But no, I mean, we definitely manage. Sometimes we don't manage well, but we do manage it together. So that's huge. I don't feel like it's just on me or hopefully he doesn't feel like it's just on him. He might sometimes. Another thing I like to talk about in the episodes is just um, your office setup. And I know that you, we've already discussed that you are not on the same level. You're not in the same office. Um, Are you providing any equipment for your employees? Yeah, we will provide their computer, their headset, um, if they needed a desk. Um, We do require them to have their own internet. We would um, probably put it together if they had, but shoot, if you're in digital marketing applying from work from home job and you don't have reliable internet, that would be a red flag for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will provide whatever it is you need. I've even offered um, our writer sometimes doesn't like to work from home. So there's like those places you can rent for a day even and go work for you know $20 a day. Co-working spaces. Yeah, that we yeah. will even pay for. We don't want it to cost our employees money to work for us. So we will provide whatever it is that they need. And we do always, we send everybody a computer. We send everybody a headset. Um, Some people require like our um, director of SEO needed, you know, a second monitor, things like that. We will provide. 
Mm-hmm. Our own office yourselves. setup. Uh, we have Kevin has a much fancier setup. He tried to set me up with a fancy setup and I still just use my laptop. I actually have a, a really nice big second screen that stays black all the time. Yep. I just finally me. took my black screen down. Yeah. I mean, I don't use it. He has a couple screens um, and then I have a desk. You can see my bike in the background. I swear my bike has helped me make sales because, again, it brings me to that people element. I'm a person. I have things outside of telling you your site sucks. Um, (laughs) Hey, don't look at my site, please. (laughs) It's, you know, if you want a free evaluation of it, I will tell you you're targeting the word home, but I won't won't get into that. I did look at it first and I'm like, I'll see if she wants it offline. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's a. our own setup. I just, Kevin did get me a nice corner desk because I was working on like a TV tray at one point, which was not the best. And we have good office chairs. You got to set yourself up with decent ergonomics or else you're going to be miserable. Um, Kevin has a standing desk for your employees. If they request it, we will. Yeah. Essentially with the employees is if, if, if they request something as that's not completely unruly, we'll give it to them. You know, like if they want me to buy them a $4,000 gaming rig, I'm not going to do it. But <laughs> if they want me to get them, you know, within reason, uh, a, a nice computer or another monitor or a chair, you know, that we have Amazon Business Prime. I can ship it anywhere in the country, you know. And one of our clients, um, Biofunctional Health, does employee health and wellness. And they're our client. So, um, they will cool. do assessments of your work setup, your ergonomics, how high your monitor should be, what's causing your back pain. Yeah. So that's another kind of benefit because they are a client of ours. But and honestly, they'll get even mad if at you if we don't, if we're injured in any I had way, a foot form. pain one time and didn't ask them for help. And they're like, you know, we do that. <laughs> that's what we do. You should ask us. So, um, yeah, that's uh, even if we, they weren't our client, I would probably recommend that people do that for their employees. You know, go go get that online assessment, because just like I was saying earlier, why we try to provide gym memberships. If you're miserable working for me, you're probably not going to like to work for me. And then you're not going to do the best work. Do you have anyone who um, is thinking about working from home or thinking about working for you? Uh, what advice would you have for someone who's thinking about that for the first time trying to move out of the office setting? I would say pick a dedicated workspace and dedicated work hours. That's what I would say. And stick to them like it's life or death, because if you don't have boundaries, you will hate it. And I'm going to let Kevin and that way, if he goes on, I'll be able to sign off. Kevin, what, is, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I think my my biggest thing is if you're going to work from home or you're wanting to search for, I mean, obviously with the job search scenarios and the way things are going on right now, there's a lot of the work from home jobs that are to be had, I think. Um, but at the same time, like you got to make sure that you know that you're going to be living in your work environment all the time. And if you can, like Christy said, put together a workspace, an area in your house, even if it's the corner of your dining room, like mine is, uh, that, you know, that's where you work. And outside of that, you have to put it down and put it away, you know, Um, because there has to be that balance. I mean, some people will work for companies that it's hours, right? You have work hours and then, but most work from home positions are, you know, the the freedom is there. So you just have to make sure that you're not, uh, 
not drowning yourself in the work aspect of it. So, and it sounds like you are providing that freedom. Not everybody does. Some people still want you to check in and check out for yeah. lunch and check back in and yeah. Right. All right. Well, thank you both of you for coming, Christy yeah, and absolutely. Kevin, uh, with Cadence SEO. How can people find you? You so, can find um, us on our website. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. I'll yeah, let him talk. D- don't online at cadenceseo.com. Don't look at it right now because it crashed. So I'm working on it. This has been kind of the um, <laughs> the caveat of this week has been, uh, you know, everything that we deal with for our clients is happening to us right now. So, um, so yeah, yeah, you Cadence- can find us on cadenceseo.com. You can email myself or Kevin if you're interested in working for us and you're a in your field and give a shit about our clients. Our field is search engine optimization. Don't contact yeah. me if you don't know what that is, please. You'll waste both of our time. Um, but at Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y at cadenceseo.com or Kevin, K-E-V-I-N at cadenceseo.com. Um, we don't necessarily, we aren't necessarily actively hiring right now, but I have hired now two people simply because they solicited me with their resumes. And I respect that so much because if you actually sought me out to work for me, um, that goes a long way. And I always care. Again, my biggest thing I hire for is do you give a And again, I hope you're okay with cussing on this. If not, I'm so sorry. You'll cut me out. Go for it. Um, you know, you can teach somebody almost anything, but you cannot teach them to care and have a good work ethic that had to been formed when they were well before they're going to get to me. Right. Right. All right. Christy and Kevin, thank you so much. This has been April with Yes, I work from home and we'll see you next time. All right. right. Thank Thank you you so much.